Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. I am Stuart Sternberg, joined by Darling Nagy, Kurt, and our very special guest, Becky Mankin of the awesome and great Mouse Fan Travel. Mouse Fan Travel is the place to go for all your travel needs. They go everywhere, including that other park. They can take you on Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, the Alani Resort. You name it, they go there. And guess what? I don't have to tell you where else they go because we've got a special guest to tell you everywhere they go. Hi, Becky. Hi. That's a great introduction, by the way. And yeah, yeah, we do do that other park. I know. It's, it's like, wow, it's the, that other place. But that other place has got a lot of cool stuff on it, too. We need to talk about that sometime. <laughs> yes, there, there's another park? Yes, there. You know what? There's so many awesome places to see around this wonderful world of ours, and thankfully Disney does cover a lot of it with Adventures by Disney and the Disney Cruise Line. If you don't mind not fitting in your pants after you gain enough weight, because if you've eaten everything in sight, <laughs> it's uh, one of those wonderful adventures, as you all know, because we just did that not too long ago together. Yes, we did. Yeah. I didn't get yeah. to go. I'll tell you, if you, right. can, cruise, if you mm-hmm. can cruise with a Lou Mangiello Cruise, WW Radio, you are in for the cruise of your life. They're always great. And guess who plans them all? Becky Mankin. That would be me. <laughs> I, I have the wonderful pleasure, and I'm very blessed to be able to work with the WDW Radio community and, and so many fan communities out there. We we understand the fan community because we're fans ourselves, and we try to do things together as groups that we would like to do, but you, you can't really just you know get under that velvet rope and go look at places and do things. Um, a great example on those cruises, is, as you guys know, between the pajama party and taking over the kids' club, there is no better <laughs> night on board a Disney cruise. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. so much fun. Oh, it was. I'm so glad that you arranged that for us because I've never experienced, even walking into the kids' clubs, because Alicia was always older and has been cruising on her own, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Well, it, it gives you permission to, to become an eight-year-old again. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what, why Disney appeals to so many of us anyway. Because when you walk into uh, the Magic Kingdom or into the Disneyland Park, you immediately feel like it's okay to be eight or 12. All right, granted, you probably do have to have a credit card to, to really <laughs> indulge and enjoy. But still, you have that license to be a kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're so oh, right, and, so right. And before I forget, if you want to book the greatest vacation of your life, you can only book with one travel agent, and that's Mouse Fan Travel. Go to www.mousefantravel.com. That is so cool. Thank you so much for mentioning that. And and to the side of it, too, if if you are one of those people that wants to see the other park or wants to maybe take a different cruise line or do something else, we also have mei-travel.com so we a lot of people don't realize that we do all destinations we just have a special love in our heart for disney obviously i actually just told my girlfriend's daughter that today that she could contact you to get a price on a vacation that she's looking at going on because you do do everything yay yeah we do and um Hawaii, Tahiti, anybody want to go? <laughs> Me? Kurt, you mentioned you want to go to Bora Bora. 
Oh, well, yeah, but she doesn't do the airfare, so I couldn't do that. We do. We do. Are you doing airfare? What? No, we don't do air by itself, but we do it in packages. So you actually get better rates because we get bulk air packages. So, yeah, we we can do Bora Bora. I knew that. I knew that. My issue has always been it's going to Disney World and and I have my resort. Yeah, exactly. We already have the DVC. That's our issue. A little trick for you there. You got to price sometimes cash against your points because sometimes the cash is better and rent your points. Mm-hmm. There's another little little trick that I'll teach you later on. <laughs> you mentioned something about that, so I was going to ask you about that one. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll maybe maybe we can throw that topic together at a, at another time. But I I actually have clients who are uh, vacation club members and. We you always price it to look at it because sometimes they'll have a thirty percent off offer or sometimes we have group space that for example we've been known to have group space at the beach club for two twenty eight a night. Wow. And if you're doing points against that type of rate, you rent your points to somebody else, you take the cash from renting the points and you sometimes come out ahead. Oh, <laughs> That's I know. Yeah, that is a very good idea. <laughs> That's great. All right, so Especially tonight's topic. On the, uh, Sorry, go on. Sorry. Uh, tonight's topic is Disneyland. Um, Darlene and her husband, myself and my wife, are planning a trip for uh, later this year. And we've got a bunch of questions. So if anybody is thinking of going out to the left coast this year, who else but the foremost expert on Disneyland, Becky Mankin, mm-hmm. to answer the questions? Um, so, Darlene, why don't you start off? I know you've got a bunch of questions. Oh. <laughs> well, Just throw it all over to you. I, Darlene's the one <laughs> who prepares for this show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes the best information comes organically, just in, in all of the, the, the chatter, especially when yep. it's something so cool like Disneyland. Well, yeah, and that's you know when I when I was thinking about it, I'm like, okay, what do I what would I want to what do I want to know, especially since I'm going there, and what do our our listeners want to know? And I know the the main topic is like, what do you love about Disneyland over Walt Disney World? Oh my answer. gosh, how much time do we have? Because um, <laughs> <laughs> that could take up a a huge thirty minute block all on its own. Uh, I, I will say that. I'm a I'm a left coaster, so Disneyland yeah. is my home park. Um, Disneyland was the reason that I fell in love with Disney to begin with, because my father took me to Disneyland on my seventh birthday. So every time I return, it's like returning home. Even though over the so many years ago that that was, um, things have changed. Like when you stand in the Esplanade now, which is the area between the two parks, California Adventure and Disneyland, I can stand in the place that I remember my car being parked um, when I was when I uh, pulled up to be in Disneyland for my 21st birthday. It used to be the parking lot, which is now no longer. Um, so there's a lot of memories, but I think you know the most obvious answer to that is that Disneyland was the place where the um, the theme park was born and Walt yes. actually walked there and Walt mm-hmm. created this dream and this thing that we love so much um, right there under your feet when you're in the area. And they have a, a tour called walk in Walt's footsteps because you literally are, you can 
see the places and see how he created uh, this hub and spoke scenario and how his brain worked to create this place where families could enjoy themselves and be safe. And it's, it's amazing to just stand outside the fire, the firehouse where you look above and that's his apartment. And he actually had an apartment above the firehouse. They now have a lamp in the, um, in the window that they do not turn off. It's a symbol of, of him and his spirit always being in the park. And upstairs, it's a small, teeny, tiny little apartment, and it has two couches, one on either side. But when you're up there, you can look through the window, and if you close your eyes and open them again, you see what Walt saw. When he looked out the window and he saw these people coming into his park and enjoying the thing that he created. So, so many of the places that you you walk around, you just feel that history. And you can see where the mistakes were made, and you can see where they said, you know, that's not working so well, so let's try this instead. So while Walt Disney World has a lot more space and a lot more things to see and more theme parks and more hotels, it was actually born in Disneyland, and I think that's the thing that draws me to it. I tried to keep the answer short. (laughs) (laughs) You did a phenomenal job. Thank you. (laughs) Very well. Um, now, the food, do you find, oh. I, I know there's differences in the food between, I have to get to the food, between I Disneyland and Disney food? World. Wait a minute, come on. I know. You have, are there places in Disneyland you enjoy as much or more at Disneyland for food than at Disney World? For different reasons. And I, I, this is kind of an interesting approach in the comparison because honestly, it's almost like that other park. You can't really compare them because they're so different of an experience. Um, say, for example, right, honestly, and, and you know, don't, don't send the emails to me when I say this, but <laughs> having a churro in Disneyland is different than having a churro in Disney World. Um, having a corn dog at the corn dog Thank you. stand in Disneyland mm-hmm. is amazing as opposed to I would not have a corn dog in Disney World. I just don't enjoy it that much. It doesn't taste the same. I they're, don't ask me why. They're different. My son yes. wants to go back to Disneyland just for the corn dogs. I wonder yes. if it has anything to do with the well, water. More than that, but the corn dogs are that good. It could be. You might have hit it yeah, on the head. It, yeah, most likely that, that could definitely be part of the thing. I know with the churros, though, the humidity in the air kind of helps make them a little more chewy. Um, then you'll get the ones at Disneyland that's, you know, more crunchy and yummy. So for different reasons, right? you, you can compare that head to head. But in some of the other experiences, food is, is part of the sensory perception of a theme park. And when you think outside the box a little bit, um, for example, at Disneyland, you go into Cars Land. And food is a huge part of the experience at Cars Land because if you go into uh, Flo's Viet Cafe and you get the roast beef sandwich, which is amazing, by the way, and that's one of the places you have to go. You just got to try one. Um, or, of course, the Cozy Cone Hotel, which has everything in a cone. So your experience of the theme park is also tied to what you're consuming and eating because you cannot leave the Cozy Cone Motel without eating something in a cone. 
right? Oh, exactly. I can't wait for that because that's all I've been hearing about is what you and Lou talk about when you yep. talk about those those cozy cones, and I'm just like dying to try one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing, and, and every I mean, literally everything comes in a cone. But a, a couple of other things too that you can experience. Uh, you know, some of the the upscale restaurants, like you probably heard of Napa Rose or Carthay Circle, mm-hmm. a lot of those will will compare pretty well to some of the uh, resort restaurants, the more upscale resort restaurants. But for a unusual experience, again, the experience and the food going together, the Blue Bayou that's inside yeah. the, the Pirates ride, yeah. again, you're not going to have that type of experience anywhere else. You're, you're sitting along the water and you're watching people start their journey on the Pirates of the Caribbean and everything is really dark and, and candles and, and really low lighting fill the place. You feel like you're outdoors. You feel like you're, you know, they, they tried to do something similar in Epcot um, in the Mexico pavilion, but it just doesn't have the same feel, I guess. As, as the one in Disneyland, to me. Okay, okay. What is the other restaurant that you can book for the um, oh, uh, the fireworks? I'm, I'm drawing a blank at the name of, of the fireworks. World, World of, of Color. Color, yes. Oh, World yes. of Color, okay. Yes. World of Color has several things um, associated with it, and... They do have their dining package, but I'm going to talk to you about something else before you think about the dining package. Okay. Um, they have what I think is a very good value. It's, it's, it's not cheap, but they do have a World of Color dessert party. And the dessert We're party... We're booking that, darling. Okay. Uh, I would do that over the dining package in a heartbeat because what happens with the dining package is that you get a fast pass that gets you into a specific location. So you'll like be in the blue section or the yellow section, depending okay. on if you're standby or, or what you're, um, where you dine. So okay. the problem with the sections is that you get your blue section ticket and then you're herded into a roped-off area that's called the blue section. And then you might as well be a person in a pack of sardines. Because at that point... Everybody who's got one of those blue tickets is all packed into the same area. There's no seating. Um, you're standing. And if you happen to get somebody in front of you that's really tall or that happens to decide to put their kid on their shoulders, you now have lost your entire view. So I would suggest booking the World of Color dessert party instead. It's okay. about, it's, again, it's a little expensive. It's about $75 to do it. But you get a tall boy table, like a, a bar um, okay. uh, level table, and um, four seats at the table. So if it's just two of you, you might share with another couple that comes in. Um, but you get a pre-plated dessert plate that has desserts and cheese and crackers and um, cheese bread and cookies and all kinds of things piled up on this platter. Then you also get um, your choice of uh, coffee or hot chocolate or champagne, or they also have this wonderful adult beverage that's made of blue stuff, and it's so good. (laughs) Ooh, 
I'm in for that. There we go. Oh, yeah. me too. As, as I'm the resident lush here, apparently, as, as the boys would say. <laughs> That's why you and I get along so well. I know. <laughs> so I would highly recommend, uh, if you're going to do that, for, especially for World of Color, because of that standing room only, uncomfortable, everybody thrown together, and you've, you've paid for a meal, to be yeah. there, I would rather pay just a little bit more and be in a location that no one is standing right in front of me. I'm comfortable in a chair, and they're bringing me food. <laughs> and, 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 who, and who needs real food when you can have cookies and other desserts? Oh, I yeah, know. cheese and crackers and stuff. I'm all set. <laughs> yeah, see the cheese and crack and grapes, so you get fruit. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff that they give you there. Um, but to answer for people who are, you know, not so much into desserts and they are looking at uh, at the dining packages, they do have uh, the restaurants are Ariel's Grotto, uh, Carthay Circle, and I never get this word right, um, the Wine Country Trattoria, which that's probably my favorite of the three. Um, Carthay Circle is a interesting, fun experience. In all honesty, I haven't had the best food experience or service experience there in the last two or three times I've been there. But part of it is because they, they are extremely busy. They, it's very popular. Um, I think I prefer going into the lounge more than the restaurant. But if you've never eaten there, you should go even for lunch. Um, just be prepared because they do have a um, uh, more leisurely time period in their lunch so it's not like a, a quick run in get a burger and go it, it is m- more of a, a time consuming process oh okay yeah that's good to know mm-hmm. now we're we're both going to be there um for five days in the parks mm-hmm. how much time i know that i think that's going to give us plenty of time but how much time would it, nor- would it take normal people we're not normal but how much time would it take normal people <laughs> To visit the park. Well, a lot of it also depends on the time of year you're going. So for mm-hmm. you, you're going in July, mid September. September. Oh, September. September. I'm sorry, I don't know why yeah. I was July. As I was going to say, between the two, it could be a lot different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, there is uh, a few new things that are opening, and mm-hmm. Disneyland has something that Disney World does not, and it's pretty much the um, the locals factor. Mm-hmm. And Disneyland yeah. is surrounded by um, by Anaheim. And people in their houses are literally two blocks away from uh, the parks in some locations. So, I mean, if you lived at Disneyland and you could easily walk for 10 minutes and get to a security gate, wouldn't you spend some time there too? <laughs> I think oh, probably sure. we all would say yes. So you tend to see much more crowds, especially on the weekend. So I tell people, if you're going to arrive during a weekend, if you're going to arrive on a Saturday or Sunday, make that the day that you're going to explore the downtown Disney area. And there they still call it downtown Disney, so it's hard to to separate the Disney Springs from downtown Disney. Um, Do that uh, or don't really think about standing in line. Maybe you're just going to walk around and um, and people watch and explore the parks. Um, maybe that's the day that you're going to go to the pool if you're a pool person. 
Um, Saturdays, sun- Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays really can be those days that you might want to enjoy the resort or spend some time enjoying the other resorts. Like if you're staying at the Paradise Pier, maybe you want to go over to Trader Sam's at uh, Disneyland Hotel, um, explore the the hotels and the history and the uh, the things that are at the resorts instead because the parks can get really packed. Um, if you only have a weekend, I would say three solid days, if you could get them in, is the minimum that I would say for a Disneyland visit. Um, during the week, it's so much more leisurely, especially during the daytime. If it's not summer, obviously, we're talking September, so kids are going to be in school. During the day and during the weekday, um, it can be really, 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 really dead. <laughs> and it's great because you can go and maybe stand in a line for five minutes to get on most of the rides or 10 minutes. Um, This year, it may be a little bit different because they do have the new Guardians of the Galaxy uh, that's going to be opening up, which (laughs) will draw uh, more people. And some of the locals might go, you know what, heck with that. The the summertime is going to be a zoo. I'm not going to go stand in the, the two and a half hour line. And some people may wait a little bit into September to to experience the new stuff. But um, anytime there's something new, the the parks definitely get a little more crowded as well. Wow. I I think you read our minds because we we were both planning on going um, to the parks from Monday through Friday and skipping the weekend in the parks. (laughs) Uh There you go. That's the best idea ever. And the one of the things I love the most about the Disneyland Resort is also one of the reasons I love the most about Walt Disney World, but their opposite is because Disneyland, you don't have to ride bus transportation to get anywhere. You can walk from park to park. And with the new security system, where before they had security uh, right towards the Esplanade, so the um, downtown Disney was totally open. Now it's, um, it's complete. Uh, Downtown Disney is completely secure as well. You have to go through metal detectors and security to go into Downtown Disney. So you can easily walk from Pirates of the Caribbean, get off the ride, decide to go into Downtown Disney and have lunch, and then walk leisurely across the way and go to Cars Land uh, to go ride Mater's Junkyard. <laughs> so getting around, wow. you don't. You don't yep. need a car. You don't need any transportation. You can easily go from place to place. You can go from hotel to hotel. It's a breeze. Where Walt Disney World, of course, is over 43 square miles, and you have to ride buses to get anywhere and factor all of that in. Mm-hmm. Now, Which, by I'm, the way, I'm gonna can I throw this in really fast? Yeah. Yep. Go Which, ahead. By the way is one of the reasons that people love to run the Disneyland races versus the Disney World races because if you're a runner, all you have to do, stay at the Disneyland Hotel, get up at your, you know, normally for those of us who, who cheer and do things over at, um, at World, you get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. You can pretty much get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, you get in the elevator, you go down, you walk maybe um, 1,000 yards, and you're in the crowd. Wow, really? Wow, that's, that's <laughs> yes. great. That is great. Okay, maybe I'll so have to I'll, sign up for one of those and we can walk it like we did the last time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And their their cheering thing is so much better there, too, I just got to say. They, they, they've got their act together at Disneyland. <laughs> uh, 
Definitely. Now we're going to be there around the we're going to be there around the time of the Halloween party. How is that at Disneyland? It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best things ever. And if you've never done this, you have to. Um, the haunted mansion overlay. The nightmare Christmas. Like yeah. <sighs> I can't wait to see that. I, I just have to bask in the memory of going through that because it is so yummy. It is a, a it's a buffet for the eyes, and it really is full of color and surprises and music and um, it, it takes them a while to do the overlay, which is why you have that time period where the Haunted Mansion is down right before it, and of course when they have to remove it in January. Um, so there's a lot of people get the, you know, oh, it's not, what do you mean it's not open for three weeks? Because the overlay has to, you know, come in. But it's so worth it. And one of the main reasons that I like to go to Disneyland during the fall is for the overlay and the party. Um, okay. The party is a little bit unique. And uh, I haven't been to one in a while, so I can't compare the crowds. But I do know at World, those are t- have over the past three or four years to become a little too crowded. Uh, I'm not sure about land. I'm going to have to, oh, geez, I might have to come down and go look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, how they are. But the, the entertainment is, is amazing. The um, fireworks are fun. It it really is worth the extra ticket to go to the uh, the Halloween party. Okay, when do you think they'll uh, release those dates? Like around May June. Oh, you're so cute to ask that question because I have no idea at this point. Um, for, <laughs> this is a great example because uh, Disney can be very unpredictable when it comes mm-hmm. to what it's it's doing and releasing. And yes, I've seen it um, at that time period before. We just saw that other park's Halloween Horror Night stuff to start coming out. So that's normally um, on its heels. Uh, You might see it as early as as April. Um, Okay. But but then again, you know, uh, Disney Cruise Line for summer 2018 wasn't supposed to be released until mid-March. So, hey. Surprise. (laughs) Surprise. Yeah, I wonder what I've been doing the past three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was lucky to get a shower. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the benefit of working from home, you stay in jammies and work from 6 a.m. to, or what am I saying, 4 a.m. to like midnight, but um, uh, Disney keeps us on our toes. Yes, they do. Um, Disney Resort Hotels versus Good Neighbor Hotels. Do you mm-hmm. hit your preference? I know it was probably a Disneyland resort, but... Yeah. Well, and this is another scenario. At Walt Disney World, I would say absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to stay at a Disney hotel because you get access to that transportation. You have access mm-hmm. to um, help if there's an issue with your park tickets. or you, And you also have that Disney difference in the, the theming at those resorts. Um, and then, frankly, staying off-property is inconvenient unless you're going to be right in that Disney Springs area. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a whole other issue over there. Disneyland's another animal. Um, they they price their three hotels like at deluxe prices, and they are usually pretty much full. Um, they're very popular. The prices reflect that, especially during popular times. But the good neighbor resorts and hotels, are within easy walking distance. 
So it's almost like if you had, for those of you who are only familiar with Walt Disney World, like having a Disney hotel where the beach club is and then having a moderate resort where the boardwalk is. Uh, they're so easy to um, to walk to your destination or take what they call the art transportation um, for Anaheim Resort transportation if you're a little bit farther away and you can't can't walk the distance. But there are so many great choices that are within easy walking distance. So if you don't plan on spending a lot of time at your resort and you would rather uh, take that money and spend it towards your your dessert party or some of the other um, uh, experiences like the Walt Walk in Walt's Footsteps Tour and other things. There are several great moderate resorts. I probably, from my perspective, I don't normally recommend the values because they, they, they're still up to standards. They're a clean, wonderful place to stay. Um, but I tend to uh, steer my clients towards the moderate resorts as a, as a starting point because the price points, are usually about the same, oh, but okay. the but the amenities are sometimes a little bit better in a moderate. And there are a few that I have go-to resorts, like, for example, my number one, and it's always booked because most of us that are professionals in the, in the industry, this is our go-to moderate, and it's the Candy Cane Inn, mm-hmm. which is yeah. right around the corner from there. the main gate. Well, yeah, I have and to it, it, cut you short, Becky, but we're running out of time. We're going to be oh, cut no. in a couple of seconds. I want to thank you so much for coming on. If you want to book a trip the right way, you've got to go to Mass Fan Travel. Uh, so it's www.massfantravel.com. Thank you so much, Becky. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And maybe we'll have to continue it on another one later on. Yep. Please. Absolutely. That would be wonderful. Well, thank you, everybody listening out there. Until next week, bye-bye. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a magical night.